This is Ebola Situation Report, a radio production air or radio banger to provide updates about the Ebola situation in central Liberia. Coming up on Ebola Situation Report, a medical expert with the U.S.-based Center for Disease Control says the movement of people is seriously undermining the quest of stopping the further spread of Ebola. The U.S. government opens an Ebola mobile testing lab in Bonn County and the Community Development and Research Agency joins the work of organizations in a fight against Ebola in Bonn County. I'm Jefferson Massa with Ebola Situation Report. Welcome back, and this is Ebola Situation Report on Radio Banga. A medical doctor of the Center for Disease Control in the United States of America has attributed the rapid spread of Ebola in affected countries to the movement of people. Dr. Conrad Hahesa, who is in Liberia from the CDC to help in the fight against the deadly disease, wants people, especially those who are sick, avoid moving from one place to another. He said Ebola can be defeated when people are bar by preventive regulations announced by health authorities. He spoke over the weekend in an interview in an interview with colleague Israel Mitchell. And I can refer to history. We look at outbreaks that have occurred before, going back to the Congo and uh, Zaire in uh, 1976. You look at those things. All those outbreaks have been in places that were, were away from the big cities. They were in jungle, rural areas. And at that time, there was much less movement of people from these isolated areas to the cities. Now, and on this outbreak, we have had instances where people have come from one part of the country to another part of the country, and they have come from isolated areas and then come to, for example, Monrovia. And so that's why Monserrato County has had such a big problem. When you have people in isolated locations, it is much easier to uh, set up means to prevent spread. You can keep them isolated, you can move their families sometimes to another unoccupied hut. You can make sure that nobody, and, and the chiefs have been able to do this in some instances, uh, to say, okay, we're not going to let any strangers come into the community and we don't want anybody who is sick being able to leave. Those prior outbreaks were stopped because you did not have the chance for Ebola to spread more widely. The trouble with this outbreak, and that's true in the three most affected countries, is because you had patients, you had sick people who came and they traveled by bus or car uh, and they traveled to uh, the city. Uh, And in that city, people were living very close to one another. They were touching one another. They had very close contact. And then the person would get sick. And maybe they vomited. And then they would, it would spread the disease. That was an instance, as you know, the person who went from Liberia, I believe, to uh, Lagos. 
and they got sick and collapsed in the airport. And so that case led to, oh, I think it was close to 20 people getting infected and a good number dying as well. So it's because of our commerce and travel that we have increased the chance of spread. And especially when you bring people to the big city, uh, then the chance for spread is much easier. Now, let's specifically look at some of the predictions, some of the understanding and so forth about this disease called Ebola. Of recent, there have been this prediction that before November, from the WHO, probably the CDC and so, that more than 20,000 persons might be infected. Do you agree, first of all, with that prediction? And if so, what can we do to make that prediction not to come to pass? Yogi Berra said, it's very hard to make predictions, especially about the future. That was a bit humorous, but it really is, they've looked at, uh, as you know, sort of the worst case possibility and the best case possibility. It, I think that we're, my personal opinion is it's probably going to be somewhere in, in the middle. And the means of... When make, you say probably going to be in the middle, like what, 10,000 present? It, it may be, or somewhere between the, the, the ranges. I, I don't want to quote a number because I know there's a lot of under-reporting. In other words, a lot of cases okay. don't get reported. So I'll just say it's probably not going to be the worst case. It's probably not going to be the best case. Clearly not the best case. Uh, because of the resource demands and also the people who need to be trained to be able to do the sort of care that it goes on in a Ebola treatment unit. So I think the putting into place with a robust presence of the uh, community care centers is going to be a big step to make this possible, as well as the U.S. Uh, military, as you know, is building the additional 17 ETUs. I think that a combination of that plus the good work of the chiefs and of the Ministry of of Health and Information and other government ministries, the work of uh, UNICEF as well as, uh, I'll say, the Centers for Disease Control as well as WHO and others, that sort of combined uh, effort Uh, especially if it is uh, uh, well-oriented together, people working together uh, and working on the different work groups and task forces, uh, especially at the county level, will uh, prevent us from having the worst case. Who is a medical expert from the Center for Disease Control based in the United States of America. Two additional mobile testing labs from the U.S. government which were flown into Liberia last week, have already been installed and are up and running at the Ebola treatment units at Allen Clinic in Inbon County. Samuel Lomax of our staff now reports. The U.S. Navy Laboratory, part of the ongoing Joint Forces Command United Assistance, reduced the time needed to determine if a sick person has Ebola from several days to just a few hours and are capable of processing about 80 samples a day. Members of a U.S. Navy medical research unit will operate both laboratories. 
Having a laboratory on site will dramatically improve our ability to provide appropriate care to all of our patients. Dr. Pranif Shetty, Emergency Medical Coordinator for the International Medical Corps, said. The mobile testing labs are part of the U.S. effort to help the government of Liberia and other Ebola-affected countries contain the Ebola virus, safe labs, and alleviate human suffering. Other U.S. activities include setting up a logistics base to facilitate the flow of U.S. military personnel, supply and equipment into the affected region, helping to build 17 Ebola treatment units and training hundreds of healthcare workers. The U.S. Agency for International Development, UC, is the lead U.S. government agency overseeing the overall U.S. response to the Ebola outbreak in West Africa. The U.S. military response, led by Major General Darrell Williams, commanding general of the U.S. Army Africa, is acting in support of the U.S.-led disaster assistance program team by providing expertise in command and control, engineering and logistics. This is Sema Lomax reporting for Ebola Situation Report. Thanks, Sema, for the report. Our final stop today on Ebola Situation Report is the latest involvement of the Community Development Research Agency. The group recently got support from the Swedish International Development Agency, SIDA, and Social Common Ground, and has begun the distribution of hand-washing buckets, including disinfections, to communities in Panta and Pai District. Kodra Executive Director Lassana Dukle said the materials are intended for strategic locations in communities, including hand pumps. Mr. Dukle made these remarks at the presentation in my district. We have to take the necessary precaution to be able to save our life and to also save the life of everybody. And so a lot of civil society around Liberia, even in Bunker, they are involved in the awareness. Even young people, they are involved in the awareness. If you listen to the radio, you will hear district task forces being organized around in the district. I'm sure one is here. One is here. Very good. So it means that young people, the women, are all getting involved in this fight, which is something good. But also people are very bringing buckets. They should be in it. Because, for example, if you look at Gamu, Gamu is very big. So if we say we want to buy buckets to everybody, it will be difficult. Because you can't give other people and leave the other people out. Then you will create conflict. Kodra, we thought that, look, one of the best ways we can make our intervention is to target where people can go. And one of the areas where we targeted is the community hand pump or the community well. Where people go draw drinking water. Because it's possible that people who go draw water can easily contract the virus. So to avoid that, we thought that it's just good for us to place buckets to do hand pumps with chlorine and soap. So that whoever goes draw water can be able to wash his or her hand before touching the pump so that people will not get the virus. So that's why we thought about making our intervention so that we can be able to target everybody because I know everybody can go for water. Yeah, so the bucket, if we can know the number of hand pumps, out of five, six hand pumps or so, we can be able to leave some. And then maybe the women and the youth group where they can meet, you know, seven hand pumps, right? All right, so we might be able to leave 10 buckets. Okay, so we'll leave 10 buckets. So the caretaker of the pump should be the one to keep the buckets, the chlorine and the soap. So that in the morning they put the, the water in the bucket and put one tap of the chlorine there and put small of the tassel there, just set it there. And make sure that those who come there wash their hands.
If you don't wash your hair, don't allow them to draw. Because we don't want to discriminate, we don't want to stigmatize anybody. So we want to put the right precaution in place. Because people might be sick, they may not be sick for Ebola. They may be sick for other, maybe malaria and other things, but we don't know because we are not done a test. So to avoid people getting the virus, it's good to take the necessary precaution. He is the executive director of the Community Research and Development Agency. Well, the commissioners of Pantal and Pai districts, Lorde Kodra and partners for the donation and promised to use the items for the intended purpose. This is Pantal District Commissioner, followed by Pai District Commissioner Alin Tuba. My name is Walinanke Balabu, Commissioner Pantal District. We are delighted, we are happy that the uh, virus, the deadly virus called Ebola is roaming this country from one corner to another and that you have come to join us in the fight. We have 11 persons typhoid set up in the district to fight the war. Now that you have come, we are forced to join us to say many things. We thank you very much because if we are in the same boat, I think we will not bow hold on it. So we say many things. And you know, the, uh, our hand is the most carrier of this virus because anywhere you go, your hand will touch something. And your hand if you take it from there and put it somewhere else, somebody else will touch that in there. So it will, you know, it quite could be uh, spread by hands. So send you brought buckets for us to be washing our hands. Our citizens are very happy that you brought those buckets and we, we will place, you know, strategic points. People will use for the internal purpose. Uh, we assure you that the buckets given will not be kept in any house. They will be kept in that place and we will have a caretaker that will take care of that bucket daily. And every day, we'll make sure that the bucket is loaded with water and the measurement of chlorine or chlorine exact. So thank you very much for coming. We say you team members, we appreciate your effort. We'll do our best. Thank you very much. Okay, my name is Alan Danaway, Toba Commissioner by District. We are opportune again to have Cobra here to donate you know, some tools to help us fight the daily disease called Ebola. So on behalf of the citizens of my district, we want to say thank you very much, especially for this item you have brought. I didn't mean it for uh, Palala, Jaimu, and Baila. And this item, according to you, will be used for only the hemp pump. I can assure you that those areas, the hemp pump, will have them protector. We will make sure that those people that will go to draw water from the very west will wash their hands so as to help. So thank you very much. And we are appealing to the other organizations to come to our aid to help for the Ebola. Thank you very much. The voices of commissioners from Panta and Pai districts receiving materials from the Community Research and Development Agency, Kodra. With that, this is all we have on Ebola Situation Report, a radio production aired on Radio Banga to provide updates about the Ebola situation in Central Liberia. I am Jefferson Massa. Goodbye for now. Look at Ali Loyko.